Johnson. It is. Johnny Evans, what a header. Oh, what an absolute cracker from Harvey Barnes. Oh, there's magic in that right boot. You're listening to Extra Time, live on LCFC Radio. Your place for all the reaction to the weekend's football. Welcome to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio. With me, Dan Bates, Matt Elliott and Steve Walsh. Over the course of the next hour, we'll look back at that disappointing defeat at home to West Ham United. We'll hear from Brendan Rodgers, Harvey Barnes and Wesley Fafana. We'll look ahead to the Europa League and the draw that Leicester have got. We'll also look at the Premier League monthly awards that a number of the Leicester players and management are involved in. Uh, And we'll look at the other results that took place at the weekend because certainly the result here wasn't the only shot uh, of the weekend. But we will start, unfortunately, Matt, with the game here at King Power Stadium yesterday. You were on co-commentary, weren't you? And it was a, a bitterly disappointing afternoon. Yeah, it certainly was. And as you say, uh, if not a shock, certainly a big surprise, wasn't it? But uh, thankfully, <clears throat> we've got a good few other things to talk about, <laughs> uh, as is usually the case. You know, there's plenty going on, isn't there, one way or another, in and around Leicester City, and lots to look forward to, despite that result. And lots to look back on. Um, well, we, you know, in, uh, in good favour. Because you know, the, the start of the season, generally, there have been downsides, of course, going out of the Carabao Cup and the, you know, and, and the defeat yesterday against West Ham being two very prominent ones. But, um, you know, generally, nice positive start, plenty of uh, good things to speak about. But the, the game yesterday, oof, well, <laughs> we, I think we can, like I say, thankfully, we've got other things to talk about because it is almost one of those... You know, you don't want to sweep under the carpet because, it, but there's things that you you want to forget about it to an extent, but <clears throat> but learn the lessons from what did go wrong. And I don't know. I mean, you can look and analyse it and think. I, I think the two basic things, that, you know, really any sort of way of explaining it was, yeah, pretty, pretty basic really. And so West Ham were excellent. <coughs> I think first and foremost, you know, we've got to be mindful of that. They were physical, weren't they? They looked well set up. They had a good game plan, good individuals within the, the, the framework as well. Good performances throughout. And too much for Leicester on the day. I think Leicester would have had to have played very well um, <clears throat> to actually get something out of that game, you know, on, on most occasions. But they, they were way off it, weren't they? And I, I think... How do you actually explain that? And I don't know. I think it must just be the easiest explanation for me is just a lack of focus, really. Um, I'm sure, you know, in the preparation, they'll say they did exactly the right things and they, they said the right things after the win against Man City. They said, right, this is you know, a great platform to build our season on. But we need to, Casper Smeichel, I can vividly remember saying it, but we need to go and make our mark and develop this from next week, you know, against West Ham. One thing saying it, another thing doing it. But the performance didn't really confirm <coughs> that, did it, really? You know, it didn't show that because it was all a little bit lightweight and light-hearted and a bit wishy-washy, wasn't it? And, you know, question marks about applying the same system, maybe, for a different type of game. You know, lots of plaudits for the approach against Man City where you know, it worked to a T. Leicester have tried similar tactics before and haven't been able to execute them. So you know, I think while that praise was deserved against Man City, it has to be sort of tempered by how you go forward, really. Um, but you know, whichever system he applied, individuals didn't play to, to their normal levels. Now, is, I don't know. I mean, you know, Walsh will have different... I don't know, he'll have his view and everyone's got their view. Uh, back in our day, sometimes you fought for all intents and purposes. Obviously, we were up for it, didn't we, sometimes? And it just didn't happen. And it looks like <coughs> we, we'd taken our eye off the ball, but we, we couldn't really explain it. And occasionally it happens, but you can't afford for that to happen again and, and spoil you know, what's been a, a great start. And uh, I don't know, I, I suppose if the players are absolutely honest, they probably didn't get themselves as psyched up as much as they did mm. um, against Man City. And an application is huge. It doesn't matter how much ability you've got or not got. It's the application. Get the basics right and the rest follows. 
Um, I don't know. Everything came up short, didn't it, yesterday? Yeah, can you also just put it down mostly to, to being just an off day as well? Every team, no matter what the level, always have I wouldn't have put it days. down just as a, an off day. It's a bit easy think, to say that, yeah, isn't it? But yeah. It, it was. It's, it's a well, difficult, though. you know, uh, when you analyse this. Now, for me, there was, there was errors, obviously. Uh, the intensity didn't seem there like they, they have been of normal. Uh, it could have gone differently, but you always gauge it off. You know, the first goal was disappointing, and it gives a team that momentum for me. I think we gave uh, West Ham that momentum, and um, and they never looked back from that. It, it was it was annoying, and you could see that the manager and players are hurt by this. It spoiled the weekend and, and everybody else's, but you've got to analyse it and look at and see, because, it, you know, our team's going to look at that and say, right, look, look what West Ham did. Um, we'll do that, you know, we'll have a look at, we'll play Leicester, we'll try and, so they're going to have to work out, and I'm, and I'm guessing, you know, uh, Brendan will be working and training on how to um, to counteract this, but Antonio was a handful on the day, uh, you, you know, he was big, he was strong, we said before the game that, you, you know, he's a player to, to watch in a sense of not getting too tight with him and he can roll you and just using his power and his pace, he, he seemed to just, good, you know, it? we switched off. Um, and that first goal w was give him that platform, I, f I felt. Um, James Justin didn't get in quick enough to cover Soyuncu really. Soyuncu should have looked over his shoulder to see where he is and said, that's my man, I'm marking him. You know, and, it, and it happened, it's happened once or twice this where the, the people are ball watching and not looking where the men are. And, and I thought that gave them um, that platform to go on and win the game, I thought. But it could have been a bit different. Vardy early on started quite well, you know, in them pockets. But other than that, he, he was never in the game. Um, you, you look at it from a defensive point of view, that you know, which was so solid normally. And um, we were all over the place. Um, and we just didn't have that, that, that uh, I don't know, it was just... Uh, that intensity wasn't there, and um, and it's purely you look back and think, you know, we we cost ourselves really by a couple of mistakes. And, and listen, hold your hand up to West Ham; they've they've come and done a job like we did um, against Man City. And they actually played really well, didn't they, West Ham? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you right, can't yeah. take that away from them, but you know, it, it wasn't the usual Leicester. Um, you know, James Justin, he, he started and little passes were going astray. It wasn't like us at all. And, it, and, you know, it happened, Perez as well, giving the ball away, trying little things. They weren't coming off, intercepted all the time. And, and it gave West Ham that platform, like I said, and they played through us in the end. Um, and we left gaps and holes and, you know, one big bull over the top shouldn't be beating anyone. And it did. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a different day, we could have had a bit more luck. But uh, they deserve to win, and, and I think Brendan's held his hand up and said that, and, and you could see the hurt in his face in the interview after the game, and everybody else, and, uh, and they'll be working hard now. You know, they've obviously got time to look at things, analyse. Um, although you've got, you know, you've got a lot of players going on international duty now, so it's going to be difficult. He's going to have a lot of players away. Um, so, so, sorry, well, I thought you sorry? finished there. But I don't think, yep. Just one little thing where there's definitely a question mark from my point of view, at least. Is, is the application of the back three, like when to play it and how how adept they are at it in certain situations. I think um, I think it's, it's definitely merited, warranted. For instance, Man City away. Yeah, you can see that at home against, in brackets, inverted commas, um, lesser opposition than maybe the, you know, the top teams in the league and West Ham played like a top team in fairness. Um, you know, played very well or certainly you know, stuck to their plan well. But I'm not sure how comfortable they are. It's one thing sitting back as a three stroke of five. It's good, you know, makes common sense. You've got that extra player um, as an insurance. But when you're going forward, like we spoke about the wing-backs, there was an emphasis on them to get forward and pr produce the whip because Barnes and Perez were exceptionally narrow. I thought they were... Even more so than normal, mm, they, were. Um, they, they were in a little triangle around side uh, around Vardy, weren't they? And that was play was all too condensed, I thought, on the day. But th then it leaves the back three centre halves literally as a back three, mm. and West Ham were getting at them. And literally every time they attacked, they, uh, Leicester looked stretched, didn't they? And they didn't, I mean, you could say the first goal. I um, mean, so entry got a bit tight, right? He had a little tussle with Antonio, actually came off second best, and he was still. 
frustrated at the decision being given against him and the fact that he had been brushed out of a challenge. And that was in his mind. And then before he knew it, everyone else switched off, but the ball was switched across. The cross came in and he said, oh, yeah. hang on a minute. Now, he should have been sharper in his mind and brushed that, that off, never mind the challenge. Uh, forgotten about it, done his job. But also in a back four, Justin is in that full-back position. Maybe he can tighten up, narrow up. But in a wing-back position, you know, you're a little bit more advanced, well, aren't you, naturally? And he was making his way yeah. back, so... He never uh, gave that width, width, did he, with Perez, but, you know... No, but, but the second goal as well, I mean, the long oh. over there, I think everyone's mm. sort of watching the ball a little bit and then watched the run of four nails, but I think they're just more accustomed to, in a back four, they'd think, right, oh, that's my area. When you've got three of us, sometimes you all do half a job. Marty might be thinking, oh, Evans is going to get that. Evans is thinking, oh, Marty's getting it. <laughs> and neither yeah. of them go there. And Fornell's nips in, bang. Yeah. Yeah. And did well, did well again. Bits and pieces, yeah. There's lots of things you can look at. But uh, If you're listening in on, on Twitter, on Facebook, do get your comments in. We'll, we'll do our best to read out uh, some of the best ones. Peter McIntosh says, bad day at the office. Get over it. This is LCFC, the biggest roller coaster in the world. And I think yeah. that, that sums it up pretty well. It always has been since I arrived in 1986, I, say, well, I can so, tell yeah. you. Uh, but you just don't know what's going to happen next. But I think the expectation was was too high, maybe, you know, looking back. But it was a game that everyone thought we were going to win. And you know what football's like. We Everyone does. And you, we've seen it over the weekend with Liverpool, with Man United. And uh, when you think it ain't, it ain't that bad, really. But, uh, you know, you, you don't like being stuffed at home. And uh, and in a sense, West Ham could have, you know, run a couple more goals in. But by then, we, you know, we we just had to go for things. And, uh, you know, when you look back at Marty, the, the injury, and, and the, there was a tackle on Vardy that could have been a red card. Maybe not. I'm going too nice these days. Um, <laughs> And come, you know Harvey Barnes, you, well, yeah. Harvey Barnes, Harvey Barnes. When you look back on that on Sky, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? How tight that is! It's it's just a little shot. Oh, I don't there's little lessons. I mean, they spoke about lessons to be learnt, and it's easy to say that. And you hear players say it a lot. You know, how much do you need to learn? You, you know what it takes to provide a good performance. They've done that numerous times, but the, I suppose you know Brendan Rodgers has looked at it as well, going, okay. All right, but he even mentioned, didn't he? We, we need to be, we're not a good enough team to not be at, at our best on our A game, if you like, um, to get results. Anything less than that, if the application levels drop, they're not an amazing enough side at this moment in time, mm. you know, to cruise through uh, games and, and get results. They need to be intensity levels. Everyone talks about it all the time. You know, they know what it takes, but it's getting that. It's hard to actually define it. If it was a magic potion for it, uh, all managers would give it to their players. But how to to make that that standard of performance that they can produce, make that the norm. But that, that's you develop. I'm quite time, encouraged by the whole start. Let's let's not yeah, take course, away yeah. from. Yeah. It's fantastic. So well, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about yeah, that. Hold, yeah, okay. hold that, hold yeah, that thought. Consistency yeah. is the key, isn't it? Let's hear yeah, from. It, uh, is. it is. Let's yeah, hear from absolutely. Brendan Rodgers. We'll talk about that consistency and and the start in general in just a moment. But let's hear from Brendan Rodgers. He was asked if he was disappointed with the result. Yeah, exactly that. I felt that. Um, yeah, from the first whistle, we had some good moments in the first half, but I think. Firstly, defensively, we weren't aggressive enough. I felt it, uh, I said to the players at half-time that we needed to get in contention. You know, we're, we're about aggression and, and getting up to people and, um, and especially, you know, when they, when they defend deep and their game plan is to break out of pressure, you have to be really good in counter-press. And we were nowhere near it uh, at that, uh, in that aspect. So that gave them opportunities to break out. We still had uh, good moments in the first half where we played through them, but... We just lack the quality in the final pass to uh, to make it count. So, uh, and then we give away two disappointing goals from our perspective. Um, a bit better second half, a little bit more control, but again, uh, didn't create anywhere near what we'd want until probably the last five, ten minutes or so. Um, but we got what we deserved. We we didn't play well, and uh, as well as we have done in the three games, this was a you know not so good performance. Is there an element that West Ham did to you what you did to Manchester City last week? Um, not really. I, well, I think it's one where, you know you can't complain about the tactics of the other team. I think that um, they set up to deny us space in behind clearly, so we have to deal with that. And we had enough of the ball to to create opportunities. 
but uh, we lacked the precision in our passing, gave it away so easily. And technically, the ball, you know, it was it was going out of play, and with our touch and, and everything. So, uh, so from that aspect, we um, uh, we made it really difficult for ourselves. You go into the first international break, though. Very good start, three wins from four. Yeah, yeah, it's a good start, and uh, and that won't overshadow today. I think we'll go away and analyse the performance today, see where we could have been better, but. Uh, but it's 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 clear in the game and, and 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 obviously thinking about the game even now it's we we weren't aggressive enough and that there if you're not aggressive aggressive enough defensively fundamentally that affects our attacking play so um, so yeah a good start for us an opportunity to have made a great start but it's okay it's gone we'll be better when we get back and uh, and another good lesson for the players never a great time for an international break but more so after a defeat do you want to spend time with the players. Yeah, but it is what it is. We knew that. If uh, we had the chance to win the game, we didn't. So they'll split up, they'll go away, hopefully come back safe and, uh, and healthy. And then we will look forward to a real exciting run of games. Speaking of healthy, Daniel Lamarty came off late on. Is he OK? Yeah, it looks like he's hamstring. Looks like he's, uh, uh, he's hamstring, but uh, we'll get confirmation in the next couple of days. The voice of Brendan Rogers there speaking to John Dunn and LCFC TV. Uh, Patricia Cullen on Facebook says uh, Brendan Rogers calls it as honest as the day is long. You could see the hurt in his face yesterday. They need to learn from this and be up for every game from start to finish. And Jane says, I was nervous that it would go pear-shaped after the high of last week. It somehow felt inevitable that that would happen. And I think that's probably, Matt, the frustration. You, you alluded to it just a moment ago about how good the start has been this season. Yeah. Three wins from three. Yes, I know that, that Leicester went out of, of the Carabao Cup, both Arsenal and Leicester playing weakened teams. But the frustration that such a high and, and such a fantastic win at Man City was followed up in, in the manner that it was. Well, yeah, you look at it and you know, on the face of it, a home game. OK, no crowd against West Ham who most people's perception is that they are struggling. But the, the reality is that they've had one bad game and they, they didn't do too bad against Arsenal, who go, themselves were going quite well. And they've had a magnificent result against Wolves. So, uh, yeah, how do you sort of make a judgment? But you, you're expecting Leicester to... <coughs> if you go and beat Man City away, you expect to beat West Ham at home. Similar as that, don't you? So you, you can beat around the bushes in whatever way. Um, but it's a different proposition, totally different kettle of fish, as it turns out. You know, West Ham are coming into it with a little bit of a, you know, bounce in their stride as well, weren't they? And, and it was always going to be a more difficult game, I think, than most people expected. However, you didn't foresee it quite turning out as it did. And perhaps the players, I don't know, they haven't said it themselves publicly, and Brendan hasn't really levelled the accusation at them, you know, that they were sort of underprepared or less than focused. Um, you know, he's just mentioned a few reasons there. They weren't aggressive enough. West Ham were, were more physical, just basically seemed more up for it, you know, and, and you, you can't really afford for that to happen. Um, the passing was off, etc., etc., etc. You know, but I suppose you, as a coach, you're trying to find reasons why. How can you stop that happening again? And I don't know, the best way is probably to you know, get into the player's head, develop, develop that mental approach, that ruthlessness that the top sides have. You know, have that, like I say, uh, practice makes perfect. It's, it's getting that consistency and, and churning out. That's what makes you a better player. You know, so I, for instance, I was always in the lower leagues for many years because I kept making the same mistakes. Eventually, I ironed out those <coughs> mistakes to a point. And I went up the leagues, and you know I wasn't necessarily any better technically. I was just better at applying my attributes, and I think Leicester can do that collectively. You know, it was part of their development. Having said all this, right, it sounds all a bit negative at the <laughs> moment. Three wins out of four, not bad. <laughs> if they continue that form, they'll have more points than when they won the league in 1915, 16, uh, 19, 2015, 16. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're getting on that. Well, there's always due one, Ricky, at least, don't I? <laughs> Do you know what, but, though? You're, but you're looking you at know, three out of four, if they carry very, on that. It's a very be encouraging start. You know, let's not take away from that. And we've got, you know, a very young team. Don't, don't forget that, that these lads are yeah. learning still. And, uh, and it's a development progress. Um, you know, as, as long as they don't keep making these silly errors and... Um, 
you know, there's only one or two. And just for me, that first goal definitely gave West Ham that uh, that foothold in the game. And uh, but yeah, still, yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, they've got to learn from it. They will. Um, and I think they've learned before. They've been in a position like this before. Um, and it, it hurts. It hurts us. You know, every, I hated losing. Well, how did you re- re- respond to a result like that against the team at home that you would expect to? You've have got been? to be strong-minded. It's a mental uh, thing, and it's your own performance. You've, sometimes you've got to look at yourself and say, "Right, come on, let's dig in now." And um, well, Villa's going to be a tough game. That is, now, a, isn't it? Oh, jeez. After last I'll tell night, you, what, you know, fantastic. What's happening yeah. there? There's a big improvement there. You're right, of course. Uh, but every game's a, a challenge and a, and a big game, and there's different. There's so many different things to work on and, and look at, and different shapes. And, you you uh, have to treat it like that as you well. Have though, to. Don't you? I mean, you know, a lot of it is for a manager now. He's, it's difficult. It's a mind games. You know, like Klopp. You never thought he was, You thought he was indestructible. You know, and yet seven yeah. goals for him is it, that's a strange one. It, it, but you, it really you is. You know, as players, well, I, I, I would say. You know, irrespective of eras, times, whatever. You know, it, I know the game's probably more technical now, but you know, going in, now, you you read situations as it is. Like, the, you know, Villa, but the, the the dynamics of the game have changed now. They, as you go along, that Villa are going to have that little bit more confidence now because of what they've achieved. They've got the longest unbeaten runner, haven't they, in the Premier League? I think on the back end of the last season, they're unbeaten mm. six, unbeaten in. Four now, is it? Is three now. So. Three now. They've only played three, haven't they? Sorry. So, you know, they're going into that game. So, irrespective of outwardly, a lot of people go, well, it's Leicester. Leicester will beat Villa because, you know, what happened last year. But they're going to have to really dig in and perhaps won't be able to play the free-flowing football. They might have to knuckle down, first and foremost, out-fight and out-battle them. You know, earn that right, as is often said. Then go and do this stuff. They might not be able to play their lovely structured, balanced football from the start. And you've got to be adaptable, you know, as a group of players. And, and have you, which is, you know, that flexibility to play in different ways, which is what Brendan Rodgers is trying to get players to be capable of. Well, that Aston Villa game is, of course, after the international break. A number of Leicester stars going off to represent their countries, including Harvey Barnes, which uh, for a first, hopefully, uh, we'll see him in action for England. Uh, but he gave his post-match reaction yesterday after the game to LCFC TV. Harvey, such a high last week, disappointing one today. Yeah, definitely. I think we've had, had such a good start, first three games. Um, of course, today's disappointing. We know we weren't quite at it today and obviously they made it very difficult, so um, definitely want to learn from. As a team, you've created and, and scored so many goals so far this season. Is it credit to West Ham that that wasn't the case today? Um, partly, yeah, and partly down to ourselves, I think. I think on the ball we weren't at the levels that we were in the last three games. Um, that showed in the chances we created. Um, we saw what they did to, to Wolves the other week, so um, we knew that they had a goal threat and you know, that's shown today. You thought you got one at the end, unfortunately choked off. Yeah, yeah, obviously, um, VAR, you, you never know, do you? So, um, yeah, it would have been just a little bit extra, but it didn't, didn't change the result, does it? So, um, yeah, disappointing day. Disappointing, but still a positive start, three wins from four. Definitely. Um, like we said, we haven't, I don't think we'd won three games at the beginning of the season before, so that's definitely a positive. Um, we wanted to carry that on today, of course, but disappointing one, but we're going to learn from it. Um, obviously, got the break now. You know, regroup and then and then go again after. For you personally, an even better start with the England call-up. How did you hear about it, and, and what was your your kind of initial feeling? Yeah, no, um, the gaffer here pulled me after training and, and let me know. So obviously, I was I was delighted. Um, you know, just that excited. Then a week, obviously, I've been focusing on this game now, but um, now this is done. I'm obviously disappointed, but um, something to look forward to next week. Yes, congratulations to Harvey Barnes and best of luck to him. Let's hope we do, as I say, see him in an England shirt this week. We'll talk a little bit more about Harvey Barnes and those internationals in, in just a bit. But last kind of word, really, I guess, Matt, on, on the game yesterday and, and the, what would have been a good goal for Harvey, a great goal, in yeah. fact, a great team goal to end the, the game. Well, yeah, it, summed up, it summed up the day, though, didn't it? It did pretty much, as did the missed opportunity with Jamie Vardy, you know, only minutes before in the left-hand channel. <clears throat> Nine times out of ten, he tucks them away, doesn't he? Um, who knows? Might have made it semi-interesting, but probably too little, too late. But yeah, Harvey's Harvey's goal was what he tried a dozen times or so before in the game, and hadn't really got anywhere 
close to being effective, you know, pulling it off. It, it was one of those, talking about one of those days, yeah, you know, everything was, passes were getting cut out too easily and they were a little bit weak and there was lack of, you know, accuracy, basically, about their execution. And uh, it just looked off it, didn't they? Just looked off Funny it sometimes all, how all things, round. things go against you and they really, everything, yeah. everything seems to go against you. You know, you look at it, look back at it and... We didn't have an ounce of luck, and uh, you know, okay, you make your own luck, don't you? Uh, but we didn't. You know, there was there was some things that you know, like you say, that Vardy chance, he'd have finished that. You know, the, the um, there was other things that happened, and you think, oh, uh, so I, unlucky. But I, I do think there was an element that, that, that players might, you know, might not agree or whatever, or might not accept it. But I, I do think there was an element that they just thought that their flow of football was just going to slip back into gear mm. rather than making yeah. sure. Like, because West Ham were maybe up for it, Maybe it was an overconfident uh, yeah, thing they maybe. had. And yeah. you know, but, West Ham uh, were up for it. You know, win that yeah. battle first, win that yeah. fight first, and then... Yeah. But, but the one thing that Leicester fans have got to look at now is that they've got to be patient. We've got a structure in the club that's in place that's fantastic football that we're playing. Uh, the training ground, you look at the quality of the players coming in. Um, it's exciting times at Leicester, and yet, okay, we're all on a downer. But you know, looking forward, you know, the the future is bright. It, oh, it really so. is. And uh, I, I I said to Batesy on uh, yesterday about a team that I kind of looked at some of the players. I, I'm being a bit silly of looking ahead and thinking, oh, right, we've got look at the whole squad as a whole. Will you pick your eleven out of that? It'd be interesting. You know, you've got some terrific players, um, and. You know, it's uh, it's exciting going forward for Leicester. Absolutely. Right, let's move on from the game by uh, hearing from Steve George on Facebook, who, who sums it up quite nicely. He says, we were outplayed by a better team, just like what we did to Manchester City. That's obviously on the day. Uh, it's just one result to chalk off. Let's move on and do better in the next game. Yeah, well, um, you can't do so, a lot else, can you? Not going to mope about it. But no, exactly. Hopefully, you know, uh, I'm not going to say that learn lessons from it again, but just yeah, move on. In a positive manner, but uh, you know, don't forget what, what's got you the results in the first place. Well, that's what we'll do then. So we'll start with our uh, extra time teasers. The first couple of the evening, Walshy, as ever, I'm looks delighted with that. I'm uh, ready. Well, Walshy, do you want pot one or do you want pot two? Pot one. Pot one. Okay. Uh, first question for you then: What year did Jamie Vardy announce his retirement from international football? Seventeen or eighteen? What do I go? Well, Matt has a chance to steal if you get it wrong. Okay, so. I will go eighteen. Correct. Well done, oh, son. Well beautiful. Done. And I think that's your first point of the season as well. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pete. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, there you go. So well done. Build up to the the World Cup, wasn't it? Well, yours is technically related. So you'd have to stole that. that off me then, Matt. You would have got that, wouldn't you? Oh well, if, you, if it wasn't one, it was the other. Yeah. I'm the same as you. Well um, done, well, fair play. How many Leicester players, as Leicester players, went to the 2018 World Cup? Oh, how many? Oh, that's a slightly different type it of is. question. It is. That's the, the beauty of pot one and pot two. Yeah. Lots. Mm. There you go. Yes. Thank you very much. Come on, let's. Let's take the other panic up there. Right, come on. Right. Oh. I don't think it's worth trying to work it out. What? Well, you can. You can try. Go on. Oh, well, that is it. Well, I'm going. Oh. Ten. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, that's just, it's a guess. Unbelievable. It's a guess. Good guess, it's though. It's a Great really guess. good guess. That's good. That's good. That's impressive. That wasn't even yeah. that much of a guess. I rattled that's a few in my head. Yeah. Well, can done. we name them? I could hear yes. him. Well, go on. Between you. Go can name, you name. That's what I mean. That's what we yeah. should do. Yeah. Right. Get involved on, on Facebook well, and Twitter. Well. Who? Who? Cheesewell. Cheesewell. Cheesewell wasn't. Chilly wasn't in the game, was he? No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, um,. Maguire? Correct. Schmeichel? Correct. You're missing an England player. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy was there, so that's three that were on. 
The Nigerian trio of yeah. Wilfred and Didi, Kletcher, Inacho and Ahmed Musa. Musa, I had him. Ah, Musa, yeah. yeah. Two Portuguese players, Ricardo Pereira and Adrian Silva. Oh. Shinji Okazaki was there with Japan. Oh. Yeah. Johan Benalawan with Tunisia. And obviously Casper oh. Schmeichel as well. Oh, so that cool. was the 10. Yeah. You've done you well did there. very, very well yeah. there. So that's a point for both of you oh, that's to start on point. trivia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, we've got our Who's the Fox uh, graphic up next. So well done to those of you that were guessing along. Now you've got another chance to play along. Don't guess straight away, you two, if you know it. So we'll put the graphic on the screen now for you. I'll turn this around so you two can see it. Thank you. Um, who's the missing fox? Oh, I can see that. Yeah, don't tell us yet though, Walsh. You can tell us in I a little tell, bit. I can tell straight away. Tell with them quads. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I, that, that's what I can tell by. Uh, right, yeah, have a guess on social media. If I can tell by his calves. Got an that's idea. the one thing that I know exactly because I'll tell you in a minute why. Okay. <laughs> Sounds quite disturbing, Walsh. Yeah. It, we'll, uh, it, we'll it, uh, yeah, it is. We'll leave it from that. It is. Have a guess on social media if you've got an idea who that missing fox is. Uh, We'll reveal it in a little bit you know it, later. Um, hmm. We said we talked about Harvey Barnes and England and, and what an achievement that is. Firstly, uh, let, let, let alone being called up, if he can yeah. uh, make an appearance for England, that, that'll be brilliant. Oh, amazing news for Harvey. And then, you know, I think I think it's about time it's justified, really. I, but, yeah. but, yeah, we'll have to see how much opportunity he gets. But a, a lot of players these days are you know, getting a chance, aren't they? They're being drafted into the squad, getting a little bit of experience, whatever. And he, you know, he's, he's integrating them into the environment. And lots of young players are getting opportunities early on. And I think ultimately that would be a good thing for England. But that there are a multitude of players that he can sort of choose from now, is it? And that wasn't the case uh, so long ago, was it? And I, I still question England's ability to actually go and win tournaments and play at the very top level, but I don't think they're getting. You know, they're, they're on the right road, I think. They're on the right course, and for Harvey to be included in that, you know, I think it's, it's justifiable, isn't it? Because Leicester have been in and around the top end of the Premier League for a consistent amount of time now. Harvey was a big part of that last year, like everyone else. He had a little bit of dip in and out um, and this season he started again strong and he's one of those players he's, me, I thought he was disappointed yesterday he's an honest lad and I'm sure he'll say the same about that but by and large you know he's, he's been a real revelation isn't he uh, Brendan Rodgers he's got the makings of a superstar and Brendan I know sometimes you, you say things or you get misquoted and you don't necessarily 100% mean what you, what, what you say but that's a big statement, that isn't it, to say that, hmm. you know? And I, I think he's right. The, the way he terrorises some defenders, um, if, if he can take that up again, we're talking about levels and consistency. He has the capability. It's just making that happen more regularly. And it would be disappointing as anyone yesterday because I thought he was still yeah, one of the better players. He underperformed, but you always he when he gets the ball, you're thinking maybe something's going to happen. Don't yeah, you? he deserves everything he gets, though. I mean, this is I think it's great for, oh, for great club for and him, country. Yeah. This I think it will work well. I think it, his development plan and his pathway is is going to where where uh, to 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 that next level now, and uh, and it, and it can only benefit Leicester. Um, in, in you know especially with his confidence you imagine that you know if he can get a um a, a run out and um and do well saying the word just wait for it to properly click yeah because there's glimpses there's regular there glimpses if he could get that to click yeah. over like you know, a five six he did game things period, all sorts could happen he did things yesterday you know coming off in that pocket and we said early on he looked you know, and he, and he does it really well. And there was once he went by somebody like he wasn't even there at the byline. He does that run regular, and oh, he got a penalty. Not. Pratt got a penalty. Uh, was it a penalty for Vaughan or whatever? Um, and he, he set goals up in, in other games, and he is tearing people apart. So he's he's really doing well. There's one thing that everyone keeps saying about goals, but he'll get them. Yeah, Starting no, they're to coming. Get them. They are they're coming. coming slowly. You know, he's. Uh, 
you know, he's, he's not an out-and-out centre-forward, is he? He should be getting 15 goals a season. He, he's a wide player. He's capable of that. But he's capable of coming in, and that's what he's doing well. He's, he's starting to think and starting to play and starting to cause problems for a lot of teams. He's, he's clever. He's, um, he's come on leaps and bounds and, uh, and deserves everything he gets. Well, that's Harvey Barnes hopefully making uh, an appearance for England during this international break. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Three opportunities. Two players, two players that have uh, made appearances for the three Lions while playing with Leicester are James Madison and Jamie Vardy. Uh, they're both involved in uh, nominations for Premier League awards for September. So Jamie Vardy and Timothy Castagna have been nominated for Player of the Month. Brendan Rodgers has been nominated for Manager of the Month. And James Madison has been nominated for Goal of the Month for his strike uh, at the Etihad. Um, who mm -hmm. has what chance of winning what award? They've all got a chance for me. <clears throat> all of them. They I, really I think, I think uh, Madison's got the best Madison's, chance. Madison's, well, what a finish. What I, a I, goal. Can't, I can't think of a better goal than that off the top no. of my head. I'm not sure there'll be a few rivals. There are some, yeah, there's some good contenders. I think Marcus Rashford's solo goal against Brighton, Brighton yeah. is up there. Yeah, um, different type of goal. Oh, there's been some terrific goals, but that finish from Madison's oh, it's got decent, every chance. I, I think, every chance. I mean, we're probably looking, even with Vardy, I mean, <laughs> four, four penalties he's has, hasn't he? But mm. I mean, Whichever, yeah, he's tucked him away. Oh, yeah. And, and tucked him in, in a way, in a, was, in a fashion, yeah. Another but level, wasn't but it? His, but his penalties were they're so good, aren't they? Yeah, but, no, you know. top quality, yeah. But I suppose with Calvert-Lewin, he'd be disappointed if he doesn't get a shout yeah, as but well, he, wouldn't he? Yeah, of course, yeah, he'd be right in there. But, you know, looking at Vardy, he, um, you know, you think if it if it always be the, the, the number one penalty taker for us, you know, he'd, he'd have had a lot more goals, wouldn't he? You know, I remember in, in the 2016, the Mares were having a few, he missed a couple and yeah. it was shared about. Um, so, you know, he, he's, um, the, there's three or four awards that we could uh, we could clean up with. Well, well I could, I'll, I'll read out the, the shortlist of those that each of the, the players yeah. or managers going up against. So, Brendan Rogers is up against Carlo Ancelotti, Jurgen Klopp and Dean Smith of Aston Villa. Um, the Player of the Month, um, Castagna and Vardy are up against James Rodriguez, Sadio Mane, Tariq Lamptey, Harry Kane, Dominic Carvert-Lewin, as you've said, and Patrick Banford. And then the goals, we've mentioned the Marcus Rashford one against Brighton. Uh, Riyad Mahrez's strike against Leicester from, from the corner that gave them the lead uh, is one of them. Uh, Mateus Pereira's goal for West Brom against Everton. Rhys James, his strike away at Brighton is there. Mo Salah's goal against Leeds. Jack Harrison against Liverpool and Aubameyang against Fulham. So, uh, Rhys James's strike mm. was a good one, as was yeah. the Rashford one, but yeah, you'd, but you'd uh, look at Madison's strike just, and... Well, Rhys James was just a... I think Madison was a great strike, but just a smash, wasn't it? But it was the, the accuracy, yeah, the technique. The technique mm. from, from Madison, for me. Do you yeah, take into it. account the importance of games and the importance of, of times that goals are scored? Yeah, or, or do you so. look at it? I think that comes into it because... He'd only just come on. He'd not been on long, I don't think. Yeah, it's the magnitude of the game, I suppose. Yeah, it does... You know, and the time of it and the effect it has on it, because you have to bear in mind, maybe not, well, maybe not in that instance, but that, that, that sealed the well, signed, sealed, and delivered the game for Leicester. Didn't and, it, could, and could he have been the difference between us and West Ham, Madison? When you think big player coming back into things, he he was a, he orchestrates a lot. He could have been that key yeah. to unlocking that uh, West Ham defence. He could have been, and he, and he probably would have been. So you look at it, and um, but like you say, technique-wise, and you know what you couldn't put it in the top court. You know, it's like oh, post, it's it's different level, terrific. It? But uh, Brendan's got to have a shout, hasn't he? He has. Dean, Dean Smith and, and Rogers, uh, yeah. I think, will be yeah, it's just very for close. September, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so oh, it's for September. Yeah. yeah. So of course, Leicester top of the league. Yeah. You know, how can you? He should get it. How yeah. can you beat that? You know, with Ancelotti, okay, mm. obvious, but Everton with how they've started, but they, you know, the signings they've made. Leicester have made signs, but do you not think to that feel, degree, Do you they? think they'll feel that if we give it Madison and Brendan Rodgers, you know, should we just share it out of it hmm. and give it to someone else? Yeah. <laughs> well, voting Does that happen? Or not? No reason why Brendan shouldn't get it, though, should he? No, no, definitely. So that, voting closed for those at 6pm, so the moment pretty much we came on air this evening, so maybe there'll be some sway from, from the weekend results, although there shouldn't be, obviously, because it was September. Um, so, yeah, nods there yeah. are nominees for, for Castagna, Vardy, yeah. Rogers, and Madison. Hopefully we see at least one winner in there. They've all done exceptionally well, <laughs> Daniel, haven't they? They yes. certainly have, Matthew, <laughs> yes. Um, Wesley Fafana, we didn't see him in action yesterday, of course. He was on the bench for Leicester City, the new signing that came in 
for the Foxes. Uh, he spoke to LCFC TV after securing his move on Friday. Hello, Wesley. Welcome to Leicester City Football Club. How happy are you to be sat there right now? Thank you for welcoming me to the club. I'm very, very happy to be here and very proud as well. What does it mean to you to sign for this football club? It means a lot. It's a very big English club. I followed the team for a while, especially when they were crowned champions in 2015-16. For me, it gives me great pride to be here. How much do you know about Leicester and, and the Premier League as well? I know a lot about the Premier League. I followed it since I was very young. Leicester I followed since they were crowned champions and would often watch their games. There were a number of clubs that reportedly wanted your signature. So what made you choose Leicester City? I chose Leicester pretty much straight away, despite other interest. It's the club I wanted to go to the most. They have the best projects in place and the whole club has been very welcoming. Yeah, that's new signing Wesley Fafana speaking to LCFC TV. Matt, obviously, as, as I said, we, we didn't get a chance to see him in action yesterday. We did see another debutant, though, in action. Obviously, Under came on uh, for his debut in the second half. We'll talk about Fafana first, though. I know, obviously, you won't know too much about him, but what no. do you make of the signing? No, it all sounds good on the face of it, doesn't it? You know, I think uh, the amount... Well, one, one there, there was interest from other parties, we're led to believe. Not sure exactly who that was. But for Leicester and supposedly other teams willing to part with that much money in terms of the transfer fee for Fafana at 19 suggests that you've got some player on your hands. It's... You know, it's a hell of a lot of money, even in today's market, to to gamble on, on potential and a prospect. You know, he's played a certain amount of games, not that many, in truth. But you know, his tender age, that's, he's not gonna gonna have. But he's, you know, with his performances, he must have shown a hell of a lot of quality to have people noticing him that quickly, and you know, to bring him in and the the, the vibes you get, the way he talks. Um, via a translator, admittedly, you know, but he's saying the right things, he's quite purposeful, he seems ready and ambitious uh, to get involved in the mix, not someone who's just come for the bit of a ride and come for the experience, he, he's come to, you know, to to make an impact, and uh, I, I get the feeling that Brendan Rodgers is ready to put him in, pretty well, sharpish as I'll well. I'll tell you what, yeah. let's, let's hear what Brendan Rodgers has to say uh, about Wesley Fofana, because he was asked about him. Yeah, it's a, a brilliant sign-in for us. I think that we uh, we said at the start of the window that um, that we wanted quality, and obviously as we draw towards the end of the, the window, I think the the three players that we've signed is is that, and that's a huge credit to to Lee Congerton, our head of recruitment, and his staff because uh, they've been monitoring these players for for a long time, and there's a lot of great work and a lot of hard work and uh, persistence has gone into. To getting these players in, and, and the likes of Wesley is a, like you say, is a 19-year-old um, with limited uh, experience as such. But when you see him play, he he looks like he's played for a lot longer. He's he's the type I like. He's he's very aggressive in his defending. He's super quick, uh, and in the uh, in the British game, he he's he's good in the air. You know, he's got fantastic leap and. And you need to have that when you play in, in this country. So, uh, so yeah, we're really excited about developing his talent. And, um, yeah, along with the other players, it, it's been a really good window for us. Just listening into that, Walsh, I'm sure there's some bits that, that prick your ears, particularly the bit where Brendan talks about him being an aggressive defender, a quick yeah, defender. I, I looked at him warming up on the touchline, and he certainly looks the part. Um, from what I've seen, and he, he looks, you know, he's really tall. He is six foot three, uh, aggressive, as Brendan said. Very good header of a ball, I believe. Um, and he, he sounds the complete player, doesn't he? And uh, so he'll be very interesting now. He'll, he'll obviously be getting him ready. The good thing is, I think, with this window now, with the international break, that he's got a few weeks to to work on him and get him to settle in and get an understanding of of, of his position. And he can play in a two or a three, uh, as we know. 
Um, so it, it's going to be interesting who is going to be, you know, your number one is Evans. Um, for me, at the, you know, you, you could imagine Fafana and Evans playing together in a back four. So and Chu obviously have got three fantastic um, centre-backs there now. So there's, there's, there's cover now. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it really but sounds... Don't forget sound. Wesley. Wesley, no, that's Wesley. <laughs> sorry, uh, no. So it's uh, sorry, Morgan. That Morgan, is Morgan. Yeah, no, Wesley, <laughs> Wesley. Yeah. So there's there's uh, competition for for that position, but um, I think he'll he'll be in the in the squad and in the team very very soon. You know, as uh, you look at that next game, is it Villa? Um, he could be uh, making his his debut. So. Uh, Onwards and upwards, is I think he's made some terrific three great signings mm. this season. I, re I really do. Yeah, well, obviously they're important, aren't they? To, to bring people in when you've got a campaign ahead of you like this one is, it's going to be shorter than ever, but there's going to be so yeah. many games for Leicester. Yeah, they need that strength in depth. You know, it's, it's as simple as that, isn't it? Especially for the campaign that Leicester have got, Europa League, and they hope to go deep into that. And um, the squad needs, needs <laughs> developing, doesn't it, really? And... Uh, you look at them again on the face of it. All the right things have been said about the signings, but you always expect that. You know, they're not going to come in <laughs> and be negative, are you? But the attributes that Fafana seemingly possesses key to a centre half, and always nice, always nice to have that blessing of extreme pace as a defender. Uh, unfortunately, I never knew what it was like. Walshy <laughs> did to a lesser extent. Well, but. Um, you know, if you've got that, can get you out of a whole world of trouble if you have got that pace to recover. Hopefully, you know your position well enough not to have to rely on that pace, but it's so useful. And you know, if he's got that naturally, uh, with the other attributes that have been mentioned, I'm sure he'll do fine. The Europa League draw, obviously, Walsh, very quickly, because we are nearing the end of the show already. Um, are you happy with the, with the three teams the Foxes got? Yeah, yeah. I said uh, the other day that, you know, I'm, I'm confident we can win that um, league. Um, there's no doubt in my mind about that. I, I obviously, you know, I don't know too much about the teams, um, but... It's it's great. It's great to be involved, and I and I, I'm quite you know you look at that Arsenal game in the in the League Cup. That uh, I'm glad that's out of the way in a sense now because there's certain things we can concentrate on, give a good go at now, and um, it's great that we can. There's the FA Cup that will be around the, the the obviously Europa League now. So um, yeah, I, I'm confident that they can do well in in this uh, in this tournament. What do you reckon, Matt? Probably top in the group, I guess, will be the aim. Yeah, well, uh, of course, yeah, and no, I think. You know, it's well within Leicester's rights to you know, to be thinking that way. Um, all due respect to, to the other three teams, but Leicester probably you know, playing at the highest level, the higher profile club, um, certainly in, in recent times, and um, no reason why not. Yeah, they, they've they've acquitted themselves well, albeit with a largely different team and squad um, in the Champions League. So they know. You know, some of those players are still left over from those times. They know what it takes to do well in Europe, how to go about it. And it seems strange to say, but, you know, you, I have to agree with Walshy there. You know, when he's saying uh, to go out the Carabao Cup, <laughs> you know, it's funny how times change, but mm. it could almost be a bit of a blessing, really, you know, to give them a chance to really focus on doing well in the Europa League. Because, you know, when you've got so much going on, it's... It ends up a bit of a scramble sometimes, and you see the performances. You know you can't. We're talking about levels of consistency. You can't expect that for a what nigh on sixty game season, really. And that's what it will be if they're in all competitions. You know they might be not far off that anyway. If uh, if that's to do go well in the Europa League, but to give themselves the best chance. You know, it's probably a semi-blessing. And you, did you go to any of the away Champions League games, Matt? Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't go to any. I didn't. Um, and I, I was, you know, really wanting to go to one of these games. Yeah, that was, and, uh, that now, was part of the fun. Now with, now with uh, COVID, it, it, you know, I'm not going to get an opportunity to go to these. Mate, Theo, my old mate at AEK Athens as well. You know, you played for them, I think, once. He, um, he's moving in higher circles now. He's, oh, he's uh, of president of, of Greece or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's he in won't talk to us anymore, mate. Yeah, he's an MP, <laughs> a member of parliament. But uh, no, uh, Portugal, Greece, Ukraine. Um, yeah, I think it's a great draw, I really do. 
Right, let's look uh, at the, the general wider Premier League and the results that took place at the weekend because there were some very, very strange results, particularly the two that took place after the one here at King Power Stadium. Manchester United 1, Tottenham Hotspur 6, Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2 um, were just two of the, the results that took place yesterday. And it's, there's been so many goals. There's, there's been, I think, three 5-2 results. There's been that 7-2 yesterday, a 6-1. I still don't think there's been any nil-nils. Um, off the top of my head, there was a 4-0, a 3-1, a 4-2 all at the weekend. You're averaging 30, 30 goals every, you know... Every uh, round week. of games. Yeah. yeah Why do you think that is, Walsh? Well, my belief, and uh, you can laugh at this, but... 30, yeah, probably more than that, is it? I don't know. Yeah, more probably, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a hell of a lot of goals, and it's... It, you know, my belief is that, you know, there's... There's no pressure on these players at the minute. You know, you play in front of, you know, a Liverpool cop or a um, intimidating place that you go to, and some players, you know, don't like it. Some do. Some thrive from it. I, I need a, a a crowd to get me going, to you know, and um, I just feel that a lot of these players are kind of they're relaxed. They're not bothered. There's no one getting on the backs. You know, and it's a bit different. It's the environment's different. Um, but is it the quality that there is? Is it the bad defending? I, I don't know. At times it is. Uh, the game is it's so fast now. And how many penalties have there been? Um, it's it's really escalated. For, you know, is it VAR trouble or I, I just can't put my finger on it. But for me, the 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 surroundings, the the arena, like a gladiator goes into battle. It's it's not there, and. You know, we get up, you know, you get that adrenaline rush. I don't know if these lads are getting that. You know, you score a goal. Is it is it that big of an adrenaline rush these days now in these in these circumstances? So that's my uh, reasons. But, you know, it, well, I can, yeah, but I can tell you there's in the 38 games that have taken place so far this season, there's been 144 goals at an average of 3.79 per game. Now, that is comfortably more yeah, than any than of the, the seasons ever. previously. Is ever, it? as well. Got to be. It's, it's comfortably uh, more by, by, uh, by pretty much a, a whole goal in, in terms there of... There has to be of, uh, a reason. It's not just coincidence, is it? It's got to be, you know, to do with the lack of crowds and... Lack of pre-season, maybe? I don't know. I mean, what she was saying, reasons there. And again, I agree with some of their arguments for and against... Goals going yeah. in, really. You know, so yeah. there's a sort of almost a contradiction at times. I but, agree, but you, um, but there's got to be a semi-scientific reason for it, really. You know, looking at because a lot of people were predicting and saying, "Oh, they're waiting." I don't know what the um, what the ratio is, but it you know, might be beneficial to the away teams because they haven't got you know the screaming tens of thousands supporting the home team, and it's more of a the technical teams are, are going to flourish more, mm. but there's has, a lot has of attacking. That necessarily been the case. I'm not sure. I don't there's know. a lot of a, you know counter-attacking great football though, isn't there? When you look through most teams, yeah, there's such you know um, pace in know. a lot of players these days. I don't know. I thought initially when it, when it came into into operation from the, the restart, as it's called, mm. it's a polar opposite, though, isn't it, to what it was when Project Restart came? Yeah, but I thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, maybe, true, true. yeah, but that's the sort of an initial reaction, isn't it? I think they were sort of coming to terms with that, weren't they? They'd been off for a while, so there'd been that sort of pre-season, effectively, wasn't it, coming back into it, and yeah, there was excitement about getting involved again, but there wasn't that buzz and expectancy of a new season mm. as such, and. It was all a bit tame, wasn't it? Then it, it, it picked up a bit, didn't it? You know, three or four games into the restart. But I, I just think, like straight away, I thought there'd be a tendency for players to get trapped into that sort of training ground, practice match mentality world. Do you, mm. do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. No, yeah. You know, they're familiar with the training ground, there's no crowd. Um, you know, sort of even even sub, semi-subconsciously, but... You know, to play or centre halves, I thought might try things, or midfielders might try things, where you know a bit of a risky pass or centre half might try and twist his way out of trouble rather than kicking it out of play. You know, because he hasn't got the the, the expectancy of that or the, the f scrutiny of that crowd. Yeah. Thinking if he messes up here, it's going to cost us goal. They mess up now. They oh, you know. Oh, actually, the reality is. It's, 
I shouldn't have said that easy. It's a Premier League game. <laughs> but they, they, <laughs> they don't seem as focused. Or maybe... I'd love to know what the actual truth is. We're just surmising here. We really. are, really. Maybe, I mean, maybe players are taking more... Give it a few more games and let's see how it goes. But I can you, you, can't, you can't see it. Surely it's not going to stay. Maybe players are taking more risks in attacking sense. Yeah. Like I'll have a shot from distance now because if I miss, what? I'm not going to get booed by the crowd. Or be else's five, five up front. <laughs> yeah, well, I might, I might try that outlandish mm. pass or the, I'm going to whip that cross in when the percentage is maybe... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? There could be, there's a whole host of you. The well, goalkeepers. Maybe, maybe we'll know. Are, are, are they too concerned about the ball at their feet and not at their hands? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll know like later on in the season players might come out and, and someone, someone will come hopefully up with give an a, official a reason theory, why. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get the answer then to our Who's the Fox graphic. We'll get a reminder of it on your screen now. And we've had a number of guesses in on social media. A couple of people saying Steve Walsh. Don't I'm sure that you're that not one. too pleased with that. No, that, that that's uh, muzzy, that is. Scott, without a doubt. Scott Clement says Tony Cotty, question mark. Uh, Bert on Twitter got it correct. Go on, Walshy. Uh, it's Muzzy because Matthew I can tell it. by his calves, I'm telling you. He, he wears these stretched jeans now, that that tight, and he's got a, a, he's got real big calves, honestly. And I can see from that shadow that, that it looks different he's there. He's got bigger calves than uh, thighs, Muzzy. No, but he has. And obviously, he's, he's like a machine. You want to see him now. He's, he's still the same. Well, there you go. Muzzy, is it? Was our who's the fuck? I thought you got it wrong because you said to me, you know it's better. I knew that straight. You both had it. I thought you were trying to overthink it there. Well, yeah, so well done to Bert on Twitter for getting that one correct. Got that wrong, we'd be in trouble, mate, wouldn't we? So you got that right. So that's two from two, Walshy, for you tonight. Let's see if you can make it four from four. Basically, uh, the last two extra time teasers are Europa League related. Oh, Oh, no chance. So I made made notes ahead of the special match day minus two show that we had at the weekend. I made a about a sentence for each team that Leicester could possibly have got in the group. So, for example, they're from Spain. They've won this competition that many times. Oh. So they're all a load of clues like that. So you've got to guess the team from the clues I give. Oh. Tell you what, Walsh, you look very confused. Yeah, I've not listened properly. So I, Matt can go first. I, I and you can try and work it out from that. Yeah. So, Matt, you were pot two, weren't you? So... Known as the Yellow Submarine from the east of Spain, this team were semi-finalists of the Europa League in 2004, 2011 and 2016. And they were knocked out by fellow Spaniards Valencia in the quarter-finals last season. Do you get the idea of it, Walshy? I think so. Villarreal. Get in. Oh, correct. Well done, Matthew. Walshy, uh, this German side won the competition in 1988 and they finished runners-up in the 2002 Champions League when a famous Zinedine Zidane goal helped Real Madrid beat them 2-1 in Glasgow. Zinedine, just repeat that bit. So this this German side won the Europa League or UEFA Cup in 1988 and in the 2002 Champions League final, Real Madrid won 2-1 thanks to a famous Zinedine Zidane volley. Borussia Dortmund. Mm. Oh, come on. Can you steal it, Matt? I um, Oh, no. Time. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bug me. I, know, I do know it. You might as well make a guess. Might, you might as well guess a German side. No, because no. it's, it's not anyone I'm thinking of. Bayer Leverkusen. Leverkusen, oh, yes. Leverkusen ah. were the answer to that one. Um, we've got to be quick with these last two because we're yeah, running out did, of time. I didn't know that. Um, ch- 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 Walshy, you can go again now. So, uh, from the city of San Sebastian in Spain, they came sixth in La Liga last season and they've been previously managed by John Toshak, Chris Coleman and most recently David Moyes and former Man City midfielder David Silva oh. now plays there. Oh... Um, not Atletico Bilbao. Oh, come on. Uh, oh. <laughs> These are good little questions, isn't they? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, come on. Atletico. Atletico. <laughs> Don't. Is it Bilbao? Is Bilbao, no? Mm. Oh. Sociedad, isn't it? Sociedad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it. Athletic Associate, though. I didn't Correct. know it. <laughs> Real Associate, well stolen, Matt. I didn't know that. Uh, that was cheeky, that one. Right, finally, uh, this side from the Russian capital are currently third in the Russian league after 10 games. Uh, they won this competition in 2005 by beating Sporting Lisbon 3 1. 
Moscow Dynamo. No, it's the other one, isn't it? Locomotive. What's the, what, so I think there's, probably, there's three Moscow teams. CSKA, you've both you've said it? two of the three. It is CSKA Moscow. Oh, is it? Uh, so neither of you get the point. I I have I've that. lost so again, have I? You've lost well again, done. I'm afraid. Great we'll stuff. see. So Moscow, they're the bigger team out of the lot. I gave a better yeah. effort there, though. Matt's yeah. finished with three oh. points. Walsh, you've finished with one. So oh. well done to Average effort there, both of you there. It's international break, so we won't be here for a couple of... Keep smiling, everyone. Keep your chins up. Thursday for match day minus Can I still text you, Batesy? If you want to text me, Matt, yeah. you can text When did Dan turn into Batesy anyway? We're both calling you Batesy. Long-term right. friendship. Well, thanks, Matty, and thanks to Walshie. Cheers, you Batesy. Cheers, Batesy. Your nicknames as well. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for listening this evening as well. <laughs>